What if it's not too late? What if you truly can retire confidently? I'm Telton W. Hall, certified financial planner and best-selling author of The Secure Solution, creating a high-quality retirement in a low-interest rate world. My team and I have engaged in thousands of retirement planning sessions with middle and upper middle class Americans, people like you with their own unique fears and families and their own messes and their own successes. And they have done just that, retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Hello, welcome everybody to the Retire Confidently podcast, where we're going to tell you some real life retirement stories. I'm convinced you're going to love it. You're going to feel empowered as you hear about everyday people who did not have to be perfect to still have a successful retirement. I'm your host, Telton Hall. And also, please remember um, the goal here. I, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to this stuff. I like getting into the into the weeds. But my goal is to not going for the technical, complex, the investment analysis and the market and the economic review or tax strategies. Uh, I get into a lot of that in my books called The Secure Solution, Creating a High-Quality Retirement in a Low-Interest Rate Environment. It's a, it's, a, it's a bestseller, and it gets into the Fed and interest rate and what's going on with inflation and, and how different assets react in this kind of, a, of an environment. So that's a great place to start if you like some of that stuff. But for here and for, and for now, for this podcast, we're just telling stories. We're giving you the encouragement you need to know that you can pull this off. So today, we're, we're going to continue defining what, what is retirement by telling some stories of uh, retirement. Particularly, I've chosen some that didn't turn out exactly like people had anticipated because that's okay. In the end, it's still a great, it's still a great retirement. And so we're going to define retirement by just giving some examples of here are what it looks like for real life people. So before I get into the story, this week it's going to be somebody, we're going to call her Linda. Linda, um, I'm not going to use a last name. It's just Linda, all right? So <laughs> we'll talk about what her definition of retirement looked like. So before I get into that, I need to tell you a quick story about my nephew and a little bike ride that he took. So my oldest, my daughter, would have just barely been old enough to to ride a, a bike, maybe her first year riding a bike. And she has a nephew that's just a little bit older than her, maybe a year older than her, maybe a little bit more, close to two years older than her. This nephew, he has two older brothers that are, I mean, they are, they're like your typical boy when I was growing up on a farm. It was like rough and tumble and they were dirty. So these three boys, you got the two older brothers and then this nephew I'm telling you the story about. They build a bike track in their backyard, just dug up everything and uh, pretty much turned it into this dirt bike track so that then they could go ride their bikes back there and hit jumps. And then they got just as much pleasure when something broke. If they could break a part of their bike, then then the real fun began and they would take it into their garage and tear it apart. And so they had a, a whole garage full of miscellaneous bike parts, most of which were, were, <laughs> were not repaired 
but they had a lot of fun getting to the point to figure out they couldn't repair it, which is funny because now they're, they're great mechanics, actually. They'll work on, on their bikes, their dirt bikes, and, and really anything. So, But getting there, it was, a, it was a greasy, dirty, sweaty, kind of a boy's boy kind of a mess. At any rate, my nephew crew is over at, uh, at my house, and he's hanging out with me while, while his mom was doing some shopping or something. He goes, hey, Uncle Telton, like, do you care if I go ride a bike or something? I don't really want to hang out here watching TV. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it, man. Let's, uh, we just barely got Anna a new bike. It's out there on, on the side of the driveway, kind of next to the, the garage. You did, probably didn't notice it. Uh, you can go hop on that and just cruise it around the cul-de-sac. It's totally safe. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm watching, expecting, or I'm going to call him my nephew, I'm going to call him crew, to come driving by the window at, at any minutes, and I can see him and watch him, make sure he's good to go. And I'm in finishing up some dishes because, you know, we had had some nachos, I think, and, uh, and he's not coming by. And so finally, I walk out onto the garage, and he's just, I walk up next to him, and he doesn't look up. He's got like kind of this mop of, of dark hair. It's, it's, it's hanging down almost over his eyes. And he's just looking down at this bike. Doesn't even look up. Doesn't even acknowledge me. <laughs> and this bike, it was, our, it was our oldest daughter. It was the first bike. So we totally went, we went all in on Princess. It was a purple bike. It had pink rims. It, it had white tires. And uh, had I did, it had a basket on the front with a picture of the Disney princesses. And in fact, it had the streamers. Of course, you got the streamers come on off of the handlebars that are all, you know, glittering in, uh, glittering in the sun. And it um, even had a bell that, you know, that you hit with your thumb to make a, a little ding noise. And the bell had a picture of Princess Belle on it. So <laughs> he's looking at this thing. He, I mean, he doesn't say anything to me. He's just looking at this. And I just see him. He like shrugs off his shoulders, kind of gives him a little shimmy. He's like, <laughs> I hear him go, just totally talking to himself. He goes, <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care. And then I see him step forward and he puts a hand, he puts a hand, one hand on the handlebar and he grabs this thing. He goes, it's fine. I mean, I got this. <laughs> And he jumps on, kicks up the kickstand and takes off <laughs> down the street. So needless to say, point of that story, that bike was not what crew was expecting. <laughs> and I love it. It's just a great story about just a real kid is real. <laughs> I don't care. I, I got this. So now let me tell you how this applies. So let's talk about Linda. Uh, Linda was a school teacher for or for decades, uh, mainly fourth grade. She still loves children. She still loves, I mean, she loved to teach. She still loves it. In fact, some of the books that she suggested for my sons, they're quite possibly that my sons love reading to this day. So just a great educator, hats off to all the educators. Seriously, what uh, what a, an inspiring and life-altering profession that you guys are in. We have the joy of working with a lot of educators and uh, healthcare providers, uh, interestingly enough. We just, we love you guys to death. Uh, Linda has just two daughters, four grandchildren, two Maltese dogs, and a cat named Socks, who my understanding is, is very much 
in charge of the dogs. <laughs> if you can imagine a big old cat and a couple of Maltese dogs. So here's what Linda had not expected. And this will, this affects many, many of our lives. If not us, then clo- people that are close to us. Linda had went through a divorce. She's been divorced for 20 years now. She's been retired about eight years. In those years, particularly between divorce and retirement, we would talk about it. We talk quite a bit about how being a single mom preparing for retirement, it was not exactly what she had expected. It was not what she had anticipated. So in her situation, she set a goal. In this case, it was 5000 a month from income. And so we were using Social Security and a state educator's pension and then withdrawals from investments and annuities. She was able to accomplish that and accomplish her, her retirement goals. And so here's, I think here's what's the fun part about this is her retirement was defined like this. First off, she wanted time with her aging mother. Her mother lived a few hours away. She wanted to be able to spend a lot of time with her aging mother. And so that's as authentic as you can get. I mean, it's fun. I love I love talking with my clients. When they travel, they get to come back and they know Telton's going to want to hear all about it and where I went. He's probably going to break out a map and we're going to look at it. Like, that's so fun. It's so good. And I, and I love that part. I love the beaches and the boats and the travel. But how authentic and just how sincere when you talk about what do you really want to accomplish? And she goes, my mother is aging. I want to be able to spend time with her. That was a key element of what retirement looked like for her. And time with her grandchildren. I mean, of course, she loves children and she's great with children. To spend time with those four little cuties, absolutely. And this is, this was, I thought this was interesting. She wanted to build in enough to save just a little bit for her grandkids' education. It didn't have to be a lot, like, you know, a, a token deposit on their birthday and on Christmas of each year to just feel like she's in some way contributing to that. And then maybe even date. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, for some of you can relate to this, like, ah, that's, I don't know. That's a little scary. Am I going to get back into the dating? So we don't call it that. We don't call it dating. But occasionally she's like, it is nice that I have this ability to spend time with close friends. That's the, that's what we call it nowadays is she develops these friendships with, with some other people. She has a chance to date a little bit. And she was super busy as a mom and as a teacher. It was retirement that finally allowed her to be able to do that, to spend time with her mother and her grandchildren and even start to, we don't call it date, to spend some time with some new close friends. So that gives you an idea of how, that's how she defined retirement. And yours doesn't have to be the same, but I'm giving you permission to define retirement how you want and not how it looks in a TV commercial. And just reaffirm to you, that there's this calm confidence that comes from clarity around, okay, where am I going to draw funds from? How much am I going to draw? And how is that retirement income going to look so I can get consistent income over those retirement years? That clarity is what gives you the courage to jump into that, that experience you've never had before, that abyss of retirement. It's that clarity that gives you the confidence to do that. Thanks for joining me for another fun story and look forward to next time.
Hey folks, one last thing. If you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to. We have drastically changed the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program and then click sign up and then put in the discount code podcast, podcast, all caps. You're going to be blown away at the price that you'll pay for what a program that could massively change your retirement outlook, your confidence towards your retirement, and make thousands, ten thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Don't miss this. Take advantage of it right now. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. Click sign up. Use the discount code PODCAST in all caps. And for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out, you can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.